everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is season 10, episode 7, the one with the home study, which we were very excited to do. Yes, very excited. This is a classic, in my opinion. It, um, I couldn't actually remember, like, just, you know, like so many of the episodes, the name doesn't really give away all the goodness inside. Yeah. Yeah. So I couldn't remember um, what happened. I think I know what you're so excited for. <laughs> is it a code word for danger? It is a code word for danger. <laughs> it's a good code word. Do you have a code Casey word for danger? I... With Oh, you do? No, Casey and I used to joke. Casey and I used to say that Bert was our code word for danger. But not actual danger, just like the way Joey uses it, like getting you out of an awkward situation. Un- <laughs> Bert, 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 Bert. Bert. That's so funny. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Bert. Bert. Yep. Bert, Bert, Bert. So, yeah, it's more more that than actual danger. Have, but I just think it's really funny. Do you have really any funny. code words for danger? For danger? No, I don't think so. I feel like I need more other code things? words. Didn't we used to have some code words? Probably. Um, um, I can't remember any though. Yeah, I don't feel like I have any current code words, but I always want code words. Oh, I actually used a code word kind of recently. Um, back last fall, my friend uh, formerly was a drum tech for Bon Iver, and they announced their European tour last spring and they just kind of had the dates and it was like, you know, London, Munich, Barcelona, whatever. And we were like, it'd be really fun to go. And because he works for them, he can usually get us on the guest list. And so we were looking at dates and I was like, well, you know, I always want to go to London. That's easy. But I just had this harebrained idea that if we saw Bonnie Vare in London, that Taylor Swift would show up because her boyfriend at the time was British and oh. had been rumored to be in London a lot. And, but as we were talking about last time, I don't actually keep up with a lot of celebrity information. So who knows if that information was even true, you know, just kind of like something I had heard. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, I think we should do that. And, and maybe Taylor Swift will show up. And based on nothing except me having this idea. Well, like the week of we we planned the trip regardless we're just going and the week we get there we got there like several days before the show because we were just like spending time in London and our friend is like so it's happening they are adding an extra stage riser and gear for this London show and It's who we thought it was going to be. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was right. I honestly can't believe I was right. But there were, so it was me and Matt and then my friend Kate and my friend Anya. And we are all just very chatty. And I was like, you guys, we cannot, he was like, this cannot get out. People will freak out. There will be, you know. Yeah. People can't know. It has to actually be a surprise. And so I was like, we need a code word because we need to be able to speak about this. But we can't speak freely. So someone came up with Barry Manilow. Don't ask me why. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, when you when Barry Manilow shows up, do you think that it's going to be like early in the set or later? <laughs> so we were saying Barry Manilow all week. That's um, fun. As a code word for Taylor Swift. But Barry Manilow was not <laughs> there. Manilow's Taylor Swift was. My code word um, for Taylor Swift. I really, yeah, I don't know why. it. I have no idea where Barry Manilow came from, but. That's what we landed on. So I'm I'm a fan of a good code word because I do like being able to just kind of we were then able to speak freely um, using our code word without drawing any attention. So I don't know. Big fan of code words. I um, oh, like 
when Ben and I are going to an event and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. we should have a code word for when we're ready to leave. But right. we don't have one. We can never come up with one. And we're always like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe like this. And we're like, that's oh, weird. I'm not going to say that. Well, how would that come up in conversation? And we're like, we'll just say, hey, I want to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we haven't cracked that one in almost nine years. Okay. There is an episode of New Girl where Jess is teaching like uh, adult education. Like, I don't know if it's like community college or whatever Mm -hmm. but she's teaching adults and this one guy writes a story and she's like he's doing such a good job and Nick reads it and he was like he's obsessed with you he's gonna hurt you and so they like follow him to his house but they need a code word and Nick's like what about apricots and she's like that's way too normal I use that too much in my everyday life And then the guy's there. She's like, apricot, apricot, apricot. (laughs) So, yeah, the thing is you got to have something you can say, even if it's weird. Hey, maybe you take Barry Manilow. I feel like it's something that could come up, but You could jam it in. in Yeah, Yeah, you could be like, I, you know what I heard? I heard a Barry Manilow song on the radio on the way here. I just can't remember the last time I heard him on the radio. So if anyone wants to use Barry Manilow as their new code word, Can it's you up for grabs. It's like every single time you go to somebody's house, you say that. And then they're like, guys, we, you, you said this last time. What are you talking about? <laughs> you said this last time. <laughs> Why do you keep bringing up your mind? Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to start with Ross and Rachel. Okay. It was a very... Um, non-segue, segue. Um, okay, so three different things going on in this episode. We'll start with Ross and Rachel. Um, they're like, Rachel's like, hey, Ross, what are you doing today? And he's like, oh, I'm thinking about taking Emma to the park. Rachel, what? Oh, my like God. Like I said, what? the Museum of Knives and Fire. <laughs> um, and she, she's like, I do not want you taking her there. Oh, to the playground. That's what it is, not the park, the playground. Um and Ross is kind of like, that's a very normal place for kids. Why can't I take her there? And Rachel's like, <clears throat> when I was young, I had a traumatic incident on a swing. Um, mm-hmm. My hair got tangled up in the chain and my mom had to cut it and it was uneven for weeks. Okay. Aside from the like uneven hair, getting your hair tangled in a swing would be like... That would hurt and be scary. It would hurt a lot. I mean, my hair gets snagged sometimes in like, this probably happens to you. If a purse, it has like an adjustable. Uh, Yeah. Yep. All the time. Yeah. Um, My hair gets snagged on a lot of things and it really hurts. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not as cut and dry. So. And if it was so tangled that it had to be cut out. Ooh. Yeah. We have a friend, um, Libby what was the story? I need to remember this now. I feel like there's two different stories I'm going to conflate. Her hair got stuck in something. I think it was, I think it was on our, because we rode the bus together to school. I think she was like walking onto the bus and the fan somehow like sucked her hair (gasps) in. Oh my gosh. It was just like, you know, just like the bus driver had like a, like a personal fan to like stay cool. And I'm pretty sure that was the thing. Unless it was a fan at... Yikes. For some reason, I feel like it was at our friend Shannon's house for one of our shared birthday parties. So I can't remember the details, but Libby got her hair stuck in a fan. And I just remember it like seem... And it happened so fast and it's so painful. And like, and then she was... They were... She was stuck for a while. I can't remember. That sounds terrible. I think Shannon's mom had to help her get out oh I don't remember but I know my friend Lydia her daughter has really long curly blonde hair Mm -hmm. and it's like somewhere in between your curls and my curls this is pretty curly um and it's really long and she is just this really cute little like she's not really a tomboy um 
she just is like little sporty spice. Like she's always wearing skirts and dresses, but then she's skateboarding or like wake oh, surfing. Cute. She just is like, I don't know. She I was like, when she gets older, all the boys are gonna really be interested because she's mm. just so like cool on her, you know, yeah. just naturally very cool. Um but <laughs> She was skateboarding. They have um, a business and they have like a warehouse for all their product and they have like a skate ramp in there and she was skateboarding and it was in the summer. So it was like a million degrees in the warehouse. They had all these big box fans and her skateboard kind of like flew out. So she went to stop it. And when she bent down to stop it, her hair got sucked into the box fan. Oh. And they had to like untangle it and cut it out. It, It thankfully wasn't that much because I was like, she has a ton of hair. Um, but oh. yeah, they had to cut it out. Um, oh, sounds terrible, and it sounded terrible, sounded absolutely Ooh. terrible. Yeah, that sounds bad. Um, yeah, but I don't think I've ever had my hair caught like that. I I do have a different traumatic swing incident. You do? Mm-hmm. When I was probably four um my best friend was Sarah and Sarah's mom watched us when my mom went back to work part-time so we were over at her house like two days a week and they had a backyard with a swing set and I um I went out there with her and we're swinging and it was at the age where like jumping off the swing was like cool. And so I went and she jumped off and then I was like, okay, it's my turn. I have to jump off. Except when I went to jump, I got scared and I jumped, but then I still held on. So my body jumped, but my arm did not. And it held on to the swing. And so I was holding on as I jumped and I fell and broke my wrist. (gasps) Yeah. So I broke my wrist jumping off the swing just because I held on still. If I would have just jumped, I probably would have like banged my knee or, you know, something minimal. I don't think I would have actually been injured. Renee, you have a history of this. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't do, because I don't. It's like if you're going to do it, you have to do it with confidence. And I don't. That's right. Because I'm scared. So, yeah. Even like this weekend, our friend's daughter wanted to like do a flip off the boat. And I was like, listen, if you're going to do it, you have to do it all out. You have to just go for it. If you're scared, you're going to get hurt. So if you're too scared, don't do it. (laughs) If you're only a little bit scared and you think you could give it some oomph, then go for it. Um, But I was like, that's how you get hurt. (laughs) Did she do it? She did it. Oh, good. She did it. How do we, because I I admire that you're like, I'm scared, but I'm going to do it anyway. But -hmm. then it is like at the last second, you change your mind. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's almost involuntary for me. My, you and your, your body is like, nope. Like survival. Like can't do that. Yep. Yep. So, so I'm like, some things I just would have to be like pushed off the cliff to do because I can't do it myself um so yeah it's hard to be me (laughs) a lot of injuries a lot Um, of injuries (laughs) oh bless um the funniest one where were we when we were doing the rope swing into you weren't there oh (laughs) you've just heard the legend (laughs) <laughs> Is that right? I wasn't even there. It was when yeah, you were in Alabama. You weren't there. It was Alabama, but it was oh freshman year and you didn't you weren't there yet. Oh. Um so yeah, uh I went to jump off a rope swing and you had to like I I already kind of had it working against me because yeah. I'm, I'm You're short. Very short. Yeah. I'm very short and so you have to like hold on above a certain knot and I could barely reach that knot anyway standing on my tippy toes so it's already like even if I had done it with confidence I still feel like there's a good chance I would have gotten hurt because just because you need to have that like jump before you swing and be really hard for me to do that 
while holding on because I was already on my tippy toes, you know? So I I feel like that one is kind of 50-50. Like, I think even if I wasn't right. scared, I probably still could have gotten a little bit hurt. I think I would have, like, tucked up a little bit better. But tell us the story of what happened. Okay, fine. <laughs> I was trying to hold on. You know, I'm, like, on my tippy toes holding on, and then you're supposed to, like, jump and tuck your knees up and swing and then let go. Well... I basically just like slipped off the edge while still holding on and drug down the side of the cliff and then face planted in the water. (laughs) And even though the year was 2004, somehow somebody still recorded it. Oh, Um, seriously? Yeah, someone Maybe had a video camera. I don't know who Maybe had it. Honestly, I feel like someone I was has there. It. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so just do things oh, with confidence, Renee. kids. Oh, <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> oh, gosh. So good. So anyway. Huh. If I ever need to just laugh spontaneously, <laughs> I just log that oh, one. In the- you just picture that. It's good to um, know. Okay, sorry. So back to this one. Um, Ross says, like, Rachel, Emma really loves it. And just come with us and you'll see. And so they go to the playground together. And she does love it. She's, like, laughing and having a great time. It's very cute. It's very cute. And um, Rachel's like, okay, I'll push, I'll push. And Ross goes to take a photo and gets kicked in the face by the kid. (laughs) On the swing next to him, which is so funny. Who is still laughing. Laughing. Nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> and when he's like, son of a bitch, and all those little kids, and he's like, oh, chill out. It's not like I said the F word. Um, <laughs> and so meanwhile, um, so Rachel, Ross says something about like, oh, you're like irrational fear. And she's like, oh, okay. Next time a spider is in your apartment. And he's like, well, there's 30 different types. Like there's 30 types of poisonous swings. Um, yeah. And so she's like, fine, I will get on. He's like, Rach, I really think that you should just like get over your fear by facing it and get on the swing. And I love when she's mm-hmm. like, I see what this is about. You've always been jealous of my hair. <laughs> um, and so she's like, fine, I will get on the swing if you hold a spider. That to me does not feel like a fair if trade. you hold a spider. <laughs> I actually just well, shuddered just saying it. It is when it's your own fear. You know what I mean? Nobody should be holding spiders. It's probably fine. Ugh, ugh. I have a, I have a, for those listening, a f- big fear of spiders. Yeah. That's my thing. It's nice. I don't and new- like them. Right. I know, like, I'm, like, can't deal. Although I'm getting a lot better about that because New Zealand only has... Um, one poisonous spider, and it's not like deathly poisonous. It's just like pretty gnarly. Um, mm-hmm. so I've gotten a lot better at not being such a freak when it comes to spiders. My irrational <sighs> bug fear is cockroaches. Yes, and I've Renee had to unfortunately face that fear many times, and it is not getting any better. Oh, I hate them so much. They're so disgusting. Ugh, gross. No thanks. <laughs> we can move on. No thanks. Mm. Um, okay. What? Oh, no. No, I was going to say, like, I'm trying to think of a scenario in which I would hold a cockroach. Like, there's just not one. There's not one. There's. I couldn't. I literally could not. I could hold you a spider for-, for, like, one second. You could hold a cockroach for a million dollars. I don't. The thing is, is a lot of things. I. A million dollars is a lot of money, but it is not going to change my life forever. Like, I can't just like stop working because I have a million dollars. You know what I mean? No, I know. So because of that. I'm like, it's not enough. I don't care. I don't want it. I don't want to do this that bad. Really? But I would be more motivated if if it was like this charity is only getting a million dollars if you hold a cockroach. I actually would be more motivated by that because I'm like, I don't need it. I don't want this money. I don't care. I don't care. I don't want it. 
Um, but if somebody else needed me to do it, if it was like, you're going to lose your house if I don't hold a cockroach, I would do it. You know, <laughs> if I was going to lose my house, I'd be like, well, they're probably in there anyway. I guess you could just take it. Oh, uh, okay. Um, this is yeah. interesting It'd have to be conditions. like life-changing <laughs> results. So I, that's what I'm saying. Like if anybody needs it would have to, be to hold insane. a cockroach for your livelihood. <laughs> <laughs> For your livelihood, I'll do it. But Renee, if it's just like, what if it was to get otherwise. to go on stage with Taylor Swift? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. How long do I have to hold it for? Um, just like. Oh my gosh, I'm just like thinking about it crawling <laughs> on me. I can't do it. Okay. No. Sorry, Taylor. I don't think I can. Sorry, Taylor. You're gonna have to just ask me another time. Um. Yeah, no, I can't do it. Ask me another time. Okay, we won't make you, Renee. Um, Thanks. Yes. That kind of is all that happens. Um, Ross freaks out because the spider's on his neck, and then Rachel kicks him again, I think. And um, yeah, I don't think either of them got over their fears that day. No, I don't think so. Okay. In more fun news, um, Chan, no, Phoebe, (laughs) I don't know why sometimes I find it so hard to remember who's who. (laughs) Phoebe and Mike are planning their wedding, like the day after they get engaged, Um, which I guess is what you do. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Yeah. Confirmed. Um, And so they are, yeah, they're planning the wedding and they're just like, oh my gosh, this is so expensive. Um, and Phoebe's like, oh, but this money could really be put to better use. Like, what if mm-hmm. we donated this money to charity and then just like got married in City Hall? What do you think mm-hmm. of that idea? Um, I'm not against it at all. I, I didn't want to donate my money necessarily, but we paid for our wedding ourselves. Um, which I'm fine with because it was actually kind of nice to not have anybody else's opinions, you know? Yeah, strings. Um, yeah, I mean, because no matter how you slice it, weddings make people a little loopy. And oh, yeah. um, when money, when you're up, when you, like your parents, let's say, for example, your parents' money is involved, then like, like it or not. They get a say. They kind of get a say, you know, and you can maybe have the final call but doesn't stop them from having opinions anything anyone suggested to me I was like okay well you just go ahead and pay for that and um let me know how it goes um but yeah I didn't really like want a big wedding I don't know why I love parties I love planning like all these things appeal to me just for some reason I was just like "Eh, I don't know if I really need to do this I was like why don't we just like go to Greece and not have a big wedding and Matt and was like, somebody, somebody was like, oh, I've just always imagined that moment with all my friends and family, you walking down the aisle. And I was like, it's really sweet. And OK, fine. How can I say no? Mm. Um, And then like the week before the wedding, he's like, I really should have listened to Renee. It was a lot of this has been a lot of work. And I was like, <laughs> let this serve as an example for the rest of your life. <laughs> for the rest of your I'm life. Typically right. <laughs> um, but I we stayed very low on budget. Um partially because we were paying for it, you know, so we were bound by a budget regardless. But we yeah. could have spent more. We just didn't want to um, because we were more interested in like paying down. Matt had already bought a house. So like there's a mortgage and, you know, I still had some student loans at that time. And so we were like, if we can like keep this minimal, we can put other, you know, any other money towards those things. Um, So I'm not against it. I'm like, I totally would have done like a chic little city hall, like wedding and then, I don't know, had like a nice brunch or something. Um, um, in bigger cities, like in Chicago, uh, City Hall is actually 
really gorgeous mm-hmm. and lots of people yeah. get married there. And I'd have, I'd yeah. imagine that maybe like the one in New York City is actually quite a pretty, isn't that where yes. Carrie Bradshaw gets, no, that's the library. It's in a Sex library. In the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure there's a beautiful city hall somewhere. Um, I don't hate that idea at yeah. all. No, I don't either. So, yeah, I think, and it's like everybody has their own wants and needs from this experience, you know? Yeah, so they all, they all some do. people have, they do. And some people really like want the giant wedding. And yeah. some people just don't care. Um, Mike, you know, like he said, he's already done this before. So he doesn't really care either way. Um, yeah, I mean, I think if I, you know, knock on wood, ever had to get married again, um, I think I would like, I'm just kidding. Sorry, I don't know. I thought that was funny. Um, I know, actually, trying to end my marriage. Always. Um, (laughs) always your constant quest in my life. Um, no, I I think I would still – I don't know if I would do the ceremony. I'd be totally fine with City Hall. I would still want to have some sort of party reception, but I don't think it would be like wedding style. I also – even when I was getting married myself, I was like, why are we practicing getting married? This is so stupid. It is like, all like – well – It's weird. Yeah, the whole if you're thing gonna, so here's the thing. If you're going to – yeah, well, it's not even the rituals. It's like if you're going to do it, you just have to do it. And yeah, you do have to practice like how everybody gets in there because it's like a performance a procession. of sorts. Well, you, I think that's actually what it, it's but more it's about weird. like it's for the officiant to be like, okay, what am I going to say when and what are you going to – and then it's also for like the musicians if you've got like a live musician right. to know what to do. But I also think for some people it's probably because like – they're so nervous on the day that to have like a little run through is like, okay, cool. So when I like get super nervous and like black out tomorrow, I can kind of just like, you know, be on autopilot. Yeah. And I understand like having done it, I'm glad we rehearsed because yeah, it's even just the thing of like, okay, well, where do we go afterwards? Rather than being like, hey, no, you go over there. You know, you've already gone over this, you know, it's not always cut and dry. It's not always very obvious, like exactly what's supposed to happen. Or even like, does the first person go or does the last person start or whatever? So I understand why you rehearse, but I was like, also like, this is really stupid. I don't know why I'm practicing getting married. This is very dumb. So Anyway, um, sorry I made you practice getting married with me. Uh, I really don't remember a lot from that. <laughs> I don't either. From the rehearsal, I don't remember a thing. I just remember that your dad was sick, so he wasn't there. That was at the wedding. But he, was he, wasn't he also not at the rehearsal, or was he at the rehearsal? I don't remember. <laughs> I thought he was sick. And it was like, he may or may not be better tomorrow. I don't remember. I remember the wedding. I just, for some reason, yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of remember the wedding. <laughs> kind of. I don't know. Um, I mean, I know I have pictures. I know I was there. That's you were mostly there. what it I happened, remember. The pictures right? I've seen. You actually are married? <laughs> I think so. Uh, did I tell you that Matt didn't think we were married for real? Yeah, he thought that. Like, because he didn't know that um, Nick and Casey were He didn't were know actually... that Nick was ordained. Yeah. He just thought so he, so I Matt had him just sign like it. went with it. And Matt was like, I okay, guess. This is what Renee wants. <laughs> so I guess, okay. Her weird friend is marrying us. I know. I guess he probably just thought like, who's ever going to look it up? Which I kind of agree. It's like, I don't think people check the records. And they're like, what? This guy, yeah. Nick, is not ordained. Get no, him in here. Sure. This marriage is a sham. Um, it was just if the marriage is ever called into question, I'm sure. But um, anyway, okay. So like the idea that you know Nick or Nick, forget about Nick. Nick's not here. Um, what's his name? Mike. What's Paul Rudd's name? Mike. Thank you. <laughs> I want to say so Mike. close. Mike and Phoebe. Mike's already been married. Phoebe and Mike are both like over 30 not that that Mm -hmm. is like 
a reason not to have a big wedding. I just think when you're younger, it's something that seems more important. And as you get a little bit older, that feels less and less important for some people. Not everybody, but a lot of, I've heard that from a lot of people. Um, So I don't think, and they're paying for it themselves, I assume. So it doesn't um, seem, uh, it doesn't seem unrealistic to me at all that they would just make a big donation to charity instead. I guess um, I am very much like, oh, I mean, do whatever you want. If you want a big wedding, do it. Small wedding, whatever. Personally, team small wedding. Um, or, like, you know, like destination or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. I think I am probably not as generous as completely yeah, anonymous true. Mr. X and Phoebe Buffet. Yeah. Because I'd be like, oh, my gosh, all this money that would go toward the wedding, let's put that towards a life together. You know, yeah. like a house or whatever, right. whatever. Like. I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't just go donate it. I think that's what's well, yeah. making the decision so hard. Cause it's like the money's getting spent either way. And one, like on one hand, you just like, yes, you do a nice deed, but like you don't really get anything for it. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, it's like, <laughs> you're going to spend it and like get to have like a big fun party. And you know, this is kind of Phoebe's whole like transitioning into more normal, like normal milestone type stuff. Um, Yeah. But I feel like if the third option was use that money, like, you know, on like as like a life together or whatever, um, that would be an easy, that would ease the pain of not having the big wedding. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, that's true. I think it's that they're just, the, I think the only reason they even consider it is because Phoebe's like, it's all just so outlandish and ridiculous, the prices. So if we're going to spend this money, it should go to something good. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm not that generous either. We were like, <laughs> let's keep the budget small, not so we can donate our money. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, but we were like, then yeah. we can put a chunk towards the house or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they are. Um, but yeah, when they go in and it becomes a reality. Phoebe. Well, no. So at first they do it and they're they're like, this feels great. And I love it when she's like, oh, we get these free t-shirts. And he's like, no, that's just the shirt I wore to the gym. It's moist. Um, it's when they go back to the apartment and Monica had been cleaning and she's like, oh, hey, Phoebe, I don't know if you want this or not, but like I felt fa- I was cleaning and I found my veil. And Phoebe's like, oh, no, 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 we're not doing a big wedding. We're just going to get married at City Hall. And Monica like nearly passes out. She's like, oh, I, I was there for jury duty. They really spruced it up. Um, and Phoebe's like, no, come Monica on. Monica like, is not a small wedding type. No, my gosh, no. Um, Phoebe's like, you know, this veil, like that was your thing. But when I put it on, I look radiant. And that's when she's kind of like, oh, my gosh, like I do actually want a wedding a and a big, white fat dress wedding. and the yeah and like a huge yeah okay I've made up my mind I want a big wedding and so when she's like we'll just go ask for the money back uh, oh boy yeah so that I don't think I would have the guts to do <laughs> no and if I was Mike Asking I'd be like back. you're doing this yourself <laughs> like I'm not no, I don't think I'd, I don't know. What would I do? May, I maybe call and be like, hey, we brought in a check earlier, but like something's come up and it's not pop- like, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know how that even works. I mean, you know, I think you could ask your bank because it's a check. You could ask <laughs> your bank to like bounce it or whatever but you get charged for Mm -hmm. that and it's still not cool yeah it's not cool um i basically just cut them off at the source like the gym yeah exactly (laughs) but so they they go back and the guy's like oh my gosh two donations in one day and she's like all right you have to go flirt with them and Mike, <laughs> I love your shirt. <laughs> um, 
Um, but she's like, we need the money back. I think where she goes wrong is she starts explaining what for. Because she's like, oh, it's supposed to go to a wedding. We didn't think we wanted it, but now we do want it. Um, and so we need the money back. And he's like, then he gets a bit snarky because he's like. He gets sassy. It's fine. We've been spoiling the kids. What with all the food and warm clothing. I know. Um, but can you imagine somebody coming in and making a donation and then coming and taking it back? Oh, gosh, no. That's so, really awkward. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say, I don't know that I'd get sassy, but I probably would. Um, and so she's like, listen, I'm not going to let some sweaty man make me feel bad about this. I spent my 16th birthday being chased around a tire yard by an escaped mental patient saying he wanted to kill me or whatever. <laughs> oh. Sweaty little man. She could have been talking about either one of us. <laughs> Sorry. Ace busted in and then just jumped onto my computer. And I was like, no. <laughs> and now he's trying to go in between the... Um, microphone in the pop. <laughs> what are you doing? This is why cats are not allowed in the recording studio. Oh, my cat just got in too. How are they doing this? Well, I left the door open, so oh. this th- mine's less surprising. Ours was closed with a stopper underneath it, and he busted in twice. You're very oh. strong. Well, just let him stay. He's here well, for the he's, podcast. He's on the desk. No, I can't have you on the desk. Go over there. Sorry. It's okay. I'm going to leave this in. I think this is fun. <laughs> well, this is my episode, so. Oh, don't take it out. Everyone deserves to know about the kitties. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. Okay. Guys, welcome to our real life. <laughs> True. <laughs> I, it's like, I was like, I'll let him in here as long as he didn't start meowing, but then he started jumping all over the desk. Anyway. Now he's looking out the window, so we're all right. Is the cheat still with us? Oh, yeah. He's here. He's just lounging. Ah, nice. Um, yeah, so so she, so she, they take the money. <laughs> she could have talk, been talking about either of us. Um, so they take the money back, and then Phoebe's at the coffee shop being like, you know what? I shouldn't feel bad. Like, this is finally my chance you know, because he's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know about that. Six, your 16th birthday. And um, she's like, no, it's OK. My friend shot him. <laughs> um, but she's like, you know, I just I didn't have like normal experiences. And then she's like, oh, my gosh, just like these kids that I took the money from. Yeah. And Mike's like, no, please don't make me go back there. <laughs> it is hard because it's like she does deserve to have you know a sweet little yeah normal event um but so do those kids and so i don't know not that phoebe is solely responsible for these kids but no i had thought about like half and half or like that's what i thought you could ask your wedding guests to make a donation to the children's fund Instead of that's like actually a really a good present? idea. Oh, I'm brilliant, brilliant. But yeah, I thought fifty fifty. Like uh, in my head, how much? Oh, that's something I was going to ask you. How much money do you think this is? We're talking about donating from Phoebe and Mike. I'm just guessing like twenty thousand dollars or something. That's what I was guessing too. Which is a lot. It is a lot, um, especially in two thousand three. Yeah, I mean, even now, um, but yes, I know what you mean. Even now, but yeah, like 20 years ago, that was even more of a lot. Oh, gosh, um, that was 20 years I mean, ago. I know. I mean, we spent just under $10,000 on our wedding. Oh, wow. That's um, still a lot because you had it at home. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, we had the reception at home. But like, I mean, it adds up quick, you know. It adds up quick. Um, but yeah, I imagined that they had, even if they took 5,000 and had a wedding, a smaller wedding. That's right. Just with the friends. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, spoiler alert, we know what's going to happen, but. Yeah. That's right. I was trying to think about that because I was like, I know what actually happens, but like what had been planned? Well, there's an ice sculpture, which is just a lot of fancy. It's fancy. Mike's fancy. Oh, and his parents are there. They drugged up his mom. Yeah. So I guess yeah. part of it is. Theodore and Bitsy. Theodore Bitsy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Anyway, so they go back to the children's fund to redonate the money. And the guy is like, do you know what? No, we're not taking your money here. Consider it a contribution on behalf of the children. Um, Because they I like when Mike's like, look, as your husband, I'm going to make this decision. Okay. No, but like, what should we do? (laughs) (laughs) It's very cute. Um, yeah. And so the guys just like, just, and then they're like, okay, that's what we'll do. We'll have the wedding. And then in a few years, we'll come back and we'll make an even bigger donation. And the guy's like, okay. And when you do that, you ask for Brian. Is that you? No. No. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, okay. And finally, Monica and Chandler. And Bert, Mm -hmm. Bert. Bert. Um, oh my gosh yes so uh, monica's cleaning and she's like somebody asks what's going on and she's like well um somebody a social worker from the adoption agency is coming over to like interview us and check out our apartment and you know basically give us the all clear to get on the list um mm-hmm. so everything has to go perfect because if she doesn't like us she can blacklist us from blacklist us from like every adoption agency in the city which is so extreme yeah it is interesting to think isn't it yeah i feel like it would have to go pretty bad <clears throat> yeah look i'm yeah it would probably have to go pretty poorly i mean you would hope that like and people are human and so i'm sure there are social workers who are like mm, no i they were they were to this or i didn't like that but You'd hope for the most part it's like pretty objective and just like yeah. keeping keeping children out of the hands of crazies. Yeah. I would think for the most part that's probably what's happening. <clears throat> Sorry, the cat just left, so I had to go close the door again. There's some <laughs> goodbye, rugby cat. playing in the other room. For now, goodbye. Oh, they've been sure. they've been watching all the rugby. <laughs> um yeah, and so so they they're so nervous about it, which I would be too, and um, they keep like, oh, the adoption lady, oh, she's early, and it's just Phoebe, and then like, okay, she's here, she's here, and this lady comes in and she's like, oh, gosh, this building is so familiar. Um, <laughs> we love children, love them to death, not to death, but you know, a normal amount, the appropriate amount by law. <laughs> By law. Oh, gosh. Um, And she's like, this building is super familiar. Is anybody else adopting? And then she's like, oh, no, wait a minute. Sorry, I just remembered I went on a date with a guy from this building, and it didn't go well. And they were like, uh, was his name Joey Tribbiani? And yeah, of course it was. (laughs) Of course it was. But we're not definitely not friends with him. No, 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 no. Um. And so she starts to ask questions and you hear like, knock, knock, knock. Did somebody order a celebrity? Uh, yeah, because Joey comes over earlier and he's like, sometimes it's nice for the little people to know a celebrity. Little people, celebrity. Celebrity. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and so Chandler like slams the door and they're like, oh, that's just crazy Bert. He roams the halls, but he's wonderful with children. Keep moving, crazy Bert. We don't want any crazy today. <laughs> Keep on roaming, Bert. I I don't know if it this would be solved so much easier now. You would just text Joey and be like, "Hey, you slept with her. Don't come over." But he could also like step out. He could just be like, "Oh, excuse me for one second and step out and tell Joey, and then be like, "I've sent Bert on his way," but. It's yeah. fine. Then we wouldn't have a sitcom. Right. <laughs> I guess that's true. 
Um, I, I, I understand why Monica and Chandler think that being friends with Joey would be a problem. Look poorly. Yeah. But I don't know that it really would in, in reality, you know, um, does that make sense? Um, like it seems like a bigger deal than it is because I would hope that the adoption social worker wouldn't be like they're friends with someone I slept with once. (laughs) (laughs) They're unfit to have a child. You know what I mean? That would just make her look unprofessional. Yeah, that's right. I mean, she does seem like pretty upset about it. They're just being so overly sensitive. Yes. Um, Well, and she's definitely not going to find any porn or cigarettes in there. So I don't know what else would be wrong. Oh, yeah. Um, That's the other thing is I was kind of like, I feel like the social worker could sense if you're like micromanaging the outcome of this down to a T. Yes. But at the same time, I cannot like point fingers because I can't imagine the like nerves and stress of this you know what I mean like yeah yeah they are being a little extra um I feel like them pushing her from room to room and all that kind of stuff is more suspicious than just being friends with Joey people people don't get him but I think he's hilarious I think Um, he's really funny yeah well I think it's the bad Um, mouthing the bad mouthing of like is it that couple on the first floor they tried to sell me drugs um I was doing an interview once and the person we were interviewing like multiple times throughout the interview when we were like oh tell us about a time when you know tell us about time blah 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 she like threw other people under the bus to like Talk about oh. how, like, she swooped in and was able to, like, save the situation. But she was an internal candidate. And so I was like, you're talking crap about your colleagues who work here. Like, it was – she right. wasn't, like, naming names, but it was very weird. And I was just like – That is strange. Well, I don't want you on my team if this is how you speak about your colleagues. <laughs> like, Right. Yeah. It's – people – Yeah. They think that making someone else sound bad, they'll look better. And it yeah. just never. It probably works in some places. But I was like, mm, no, that's not the type of vibe we're trying to foster here. Um, yeah. But yes. Yeah, so um, so they're chatting and she's like, OK, well, before I go look at the rooms, let me just see what else I need. And uh, Joey is climbing up how this how he what ladder he has i have no idea but he's climbing i forgot that he came up the side of the building it might just be the fire escape no because like it's like clarissa explains it all like a ladder like it it would make sense if it was the fire escape well it would make more sense but i'm pretty sure like I don't know. I might have to go back and rewatch it. I'm pretty sure like a big yellow ladder like comes into sight and it like tilts up <laughs> against the balcony and he like climbs up and um, he comes in with his bat and Chandler's like, what are you doing? And he's like, you used our code word for danger. We don't have a code word for danger. We really should. We really should. <laughs> um, and he was and Chandler is finally like, listen, you. Sl- oh, no, he like shoves joey down he's like don't just don't come behind this couch um and then yeah he's like you slept with the adoption lady and never called her back and she's still really upset about it so like you know she was like you're not friends with him right so like you got to get out of here and he's like oh yeah yeah okay comes back in for his bat and laura just leave it joe just leave, leave it leave the bat get it later um, Laura sees him and Chandler's like, I can explain. Go ahead, Joey. Um, really quick thinking on Joey's part. Oh, so, yeah. He jumps in to brill- really brilliant. smart, brilliant moves real quickly. And so he's like, he was like, oh, you've got a lot of nerve coming over here after we had a great date and then you never called me back. And she's like, what? 
And he's like, you probably don't even remember me. Joey, by the way, lady. But I <laughs> totally like, remember yours, lady. <laughs> lady. Um, um, yeah. And other so than the when, fact that this is like the gaslighting special. Yes, that is. I am a little. Because she's <laughs> like, what? No, I gave you my number. And he's like, I don't think so. And I was like, oh, I don't love this. But it is quick thinking. So, yeah. So he's yeah. like, think about it. You're smart. You're beautiful. We had an amazing date. Why wouldn't I call you? And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, yeah, that doesn't sound right, does it? Obviously, you were supposed to call me. And she's like, oh, well. And he's like, no, no, it's too late now. You broke you broke my wait heart. Wait too long. I can't wait anymore. <laughs> wait too long. I can't wait anymore. <laughs> Laura. Um, Laura. And It's so funny. He just moves so quickly. Yeah, it's pretty, it's good. And he finds a good way to like kind of wrap it up and exit so he doesn't have to then like go on another date, even though he's just like been mm-hmm. all dramatic. So at the end, um, Monica gets a phone call. It's the adoption. It's Laura. And she says that she put in, she put in a great review and they are officially on the waiting list for a baby. Now they just have to wait for the phone to ring. And 30 seconds later, the phone rings, but it's Joey looking for his bat. i mean i know that they have to wrap it up quickly because we only have like 11 episodes left but it does all happen so fast it happens way too i'm pretty sure no world wait for like years on the adoption list i mean it just depends but yeah them to just like get a baby in like moments after they get put on the list um i guess because like you do get it is like you do get chosen and so i guess um you could get selected more quickly i don't know but it just seems like it would take a while to even like get your profile loaded up into the thing you know yeah anyway we don't have to worry about that yet we're just they're on the list now and bert and um yeah so that's it. That's so what we're doing. That's Code so Bert. Danger. Bert for now. That's um, so Bert. That's so Bert. Um, okay. So that was this episode. Everybody get very excited because, oh, it's kind of bittersweet. Next week is our very Happy last Thanksgiving. Thanks- it's our last Thanksgiving episode. It's Aww. our last Thanksgiving. I know. It is kind of bittersweet. Aww. Gosh, I didn't actually think about that. We grow up mm. so fast. I know. I'm a little sad now. But you know what? Well, let's not be sad. Let's just be happy we have it. So next week is the one with the late slash last Thanksgiving. The late Thanksgiving. <sighs> okay. Well, everybody um, sign up in the spreadsheet to decide what you're going to bring. <laughs> and uh, we'll be serving up the drama. As always. So as always. So uh, we will see you. Back here, same time, same place. Bye. Bye.